Do you know the expression, the greatest thing since sliced bread? Mm-hmm. To you, does that mean literally the concept of slicing bread, which is what I thought for a long time, or do you mean pre-sliced bread? I think that means pre-sliced, buying it pre-sliced. See, I don't, see, part of me is like, that's what people tell me. And I'm like, I just, but like, what's that great about that? Whereas I feel like the very concept of slices. Hello, Nina. Hello. How's it going? I have a question to ask you. Yes. Do you want to feel rich? Always. I mean, I am rich in friendship. <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, I, I, I aspire for like comfortably well to do. I don't want to be gauche, but yeah, I, I love riches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Do you want to feel powerful? Yeah, sure. Yeah, hit me. Yeah, I love it. I love power. Sort of. I don't love power too much, actually. I feel like one thing I will say, and then I'll move on, is you know that song, Everybody Wants to Rule the World? I'm like, I do not. Do you want to feel the kind of power that comes from the secret kingmaker behind the scenes? Yes. Okay, I knew that was you. All right, this is another recipe, and this is for the powerful. This is for the rich, the rich who pay taxes. And this recipe is Julia Tertian's olive oil fried eggs with yogurt and lemon. It is yogurt Mm -hmm. flavored with a lot of lemon juice, sea salt, and you mix that. And then you cover it with two fried eggs and then whatever herb you want, a little drizzle of olive Mm -hmm. oil, a little bit more of that lemon. And that is it. And I like to put a little bit of Aleppo pep on it. Mm -hmm. Really good and eat it with bread. And also I love it with Filipino sausage. I want to go back to the yogurt thing. So mm-hmm. what, what kind of Greek yogurt did you say? Uh, Greek yogurt, uh, it can be Greek or regular. It just has to be plain. So don't like definitely get your vanilla out of there. No flavored yogurt. Okay, yeah, I would never do that. I would never do that. But also, so I'm just thinking about textures and the textures are a little bit what I'm maybe concerned with. Okay, trust me. I mean, I trust you implicitly. Okay, because we talked, I'm giving this recommendation to you because we talked a lot about egg yolks for the glop and you love a good egg. Mm -hmm. This is such a like egg centric dish and it reminds me of a French dish. And I know you're all about like, you know, French stuff, but it is, sorry for my pronunciation, but uh, oeufs cocotte. Oh yeah. Also that oeufs is like the hardest. I can't really say it. Not oeufs cocotte. whatever but baked eggs and cream that's that dish and I used to make that a lot in grad Mm -hmm. school because I was like ooh luxury I'm a princess (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) living on this you know living on like 15,000 a year I'm a princess but this recipe it's such an easy hack for it it like it doesn't taste exactly like it but it hits that like richness that creaminess and it's so, and it comes together very quickly. And also lemon and yogurt with sea salt is a revelation. Sometimes I'll just eat yogurt like that because of this recipe. Oh, okay. Okay. So what, is this also from, is this from Small Victories, her cookbook? Mm, or is it know. from the other one? I don't know which one it's from, but uh, Food 52 featured it for its Genius Recipes series. All right. Because I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, she's great. She's great. I know it seems like a lot of softness because mm-hmm. it is. You know, you got yogurt and you got eggs on top. And apparently this is a play off of a Turkish 
mm-hmm. recipe. Okay. Even though it reminds me of the us un kutkut. But this recipe really, uh, sometimes I'll do like a hard fried egg, like really crispy bottom. Or sometimes I'll do a basted egg. The way the recipe um, is now, it's kind of you fry it and then you do like a quick baste. You what does like that mean? Bit. What does it mean to baste an egg? Basically means steamed in okay. like you, broth the steaming. Water. I did get a steaming basket. Oh, nice. So I can steam, I'm, when I make more chicken for my glop, I can mm-hmm. steam it this time. Whereas I've been nice. poaching it. As, as you know. So and now I can also baste this egg. I'm learning a lot of things about eggs. This is a random mm-hmm. thing, but do you ever think who was like, what if we ate these eggs? Sorry, I hate to have these things where you're really way back into like prehistory or whatever, where someone was like, so eventually this would become a chicken, but we could eat it. I do have that thought frequently with like, you know, especially with uh, like very dangerous, but like beautiful looking fruit, mm-hmm. you know, like whenever I see a dragon fruit, I'm like. Even a pineapple. Kudos to the first, right? Like yeah. something spiky. Like, spiky, you know, you yeah, you have to really be, yeah. But eggs, I would totally, like, that's something in me, the kind of like very primordial thing of like, yeah, mm-hmm. I eat this egg recipe with, mm-hmm. usually with a big slice of bread, whatever you mm-hmm. want. I do, I still love sourdough, but I also have made this with naan and it's really great. Ooh, I love naan and I can make naan. And there's like, there's something when you break the yolk into the yogurt, it's so rich. It's you're just basically it's almost like you just made a sauce in very in like different levels. And then you just it's so perfect for dipping. Mm-hmm. And like something magic happens with the yogurt and the egg yolk. So what are your thoughts? What are your your first impression? The texture is a little concerning to me, but I trust you, Nina. So I think if you say it's great. You gotta have like it you, with bread. You gotta have it with bread. Oh yeah, I'll have it with bread. When would I when would I have never have it? When would have I ever? Except when I'm literally out of bread. Uh, it's in the recipe, but it says for you to mix the yo- prepare the yogurt first. Okay. Um, so like get the lemon in there, get a little bit of salt and mix it. My thing is to definitely do that first. I know you follow recipe instructions very well, but you want to do that first because you want to take a little bit of the chill off the yogurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you want it to get closer to room temperature as mm-hmm. much as you can before you put the eggs on it. Cause there is something a little like rest. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't want to do like a hot egg on cold yogurt. No, that does know? not, that does not sound like a good contrast. Beautiful. Okay. I'll, I'll get my, also, I do feel like yogurt also is helpful with those macros. It is. Have you been Googling? No, I think actually it was just from that one Twitter conversation between people talking about their macros. And it was just one of the, one guy when he was like, yeah, a lot of yogurt. Okay. But I will try it. I'll report back. Okay, so do you want to know what I am recommending to you this week, Nina? Ugh, I'm very nervous, but yeah. Why? Why are you so nervous? Because you said that you're going to make me do something, which I'm guessing is not watch a film or make a recipe. So right now my, you know, my hackles are up and I'm just thinking of okay. all the things I would hate to do. It's quite a list. Okay. So okay. I'm maybe this might be one of them. Who's to say? But I think it will be good for you. Okay. And Nina, that is, I want you to meditate. See, I knew it. I knew this, this was <laughs> going to be on. I thought it was like, she's going to make me do like, like a 90 minute yoga session or she's going to make me no, meditate I would not do that. or she's going to give me Proust. I have not, I've done none of those things. Okay. But cause here's the thing, here's what I want to stretch. So I can actually, I think I maybe even shared this with you before, but I'm pretty sure you did not take me up on it, which is fair, but I can share like a free month of my app. Um, which is 10% Happier is the meditation app I use. And they have these courses. Uh, and there's one by Joseph Goldstein, who's my favorite. He's like probably my, well, not my favorite. There's a few 
the reason I like 10% Happier is because there are just like pretty like very famous and well-known meditation teachers who do the meditation. Like I feel like on some other ones, it's just like a random voice who just is sort of like not whatever. Yeah. So anyway, but he has, he has a course, it's like seven, seven sessions and they're like 10 minutes, maybe. Okay. They're very basic, but I do feel like it's been very helpful to me. And I think it, it's, it's one where like, I do recommend meditation to people all the time because it has been very super helpful to me. And it's definitely one of the reasons why I'm like, have not truly like fallen into like terrible fogs during quarantine. But I also think it's one that people are automatically very resistant to for various reasons. I know it's and good. I get that. I know it's yeah. good. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I know. So I, I feel like I also, because I've just been basically recommending movies and TV shows to you, I, I decided to branch out and shoot my shot here. May I approach the bench to uh, renegotiate? Possibly? Uh, no, no. Well, just hear me out. Okay, what is, okay, what is, your, what is your thought here? You know, I often describe my running sessions as active meditation, that it feels like it to me, like I feel very good. So what if I tried no. to get my 5K time down to 27 minutes? I would rather push myself and feel like I'm about to throw up every mile then do a week of meditation, Lauren. I'm sorry, I, but this just this just convinces me that you need to do it more. Why do people hate meditation so much? I don't understand. I think it's because you have to sit with yourself. And I already do that a lot. Well, I guess I don't do that a lot, but I, you know, I but like I feel a lot like, of distraction. Well, that's true. But I think also the thing that's really been helpful to me about meditation is on some level recognizing that my thoughts are like just thoughts that are not real. Yeah. You know. Oh, man. I, I feel bad about the fact that you're so resistant, but also I feel it would be so good. Fine. All right, fine. I promise. And do also, I have to do, do I have to do that guy's specific course? You don't have to, but it is like a really just internal meditation. And he has a very kindly British, like, like Jewish grandpa. Oh, kind of I'm approach. in. Yeah. I'm like, in. so that's the thing. So like to talk about like 10% happier, like Dan Harris, the guy who runs it is very annoying. I don't like him, but he can be useful to some people who are very resistant to meditation because he has this sort of like, yeah, these weirdo new age, whatever. <laughs> but then a, a study showed me that this does change your brain in this way. Um, and I personally, I'm like, maybe you could just accept that this is a tradition that has existed in other cultures for like hundreds of years. But still, for people who are skeptical and find it a little whooshy, I think he can be useful. And there's a ways in which running can be somewhat meditative, but it's not quite the same. And I do think it's been, there's also ones you could do that are about focus that I found very helpful. Because okay. I feel like the noting process, I don't know if you're familiar with noting, it's part of a meditation, which is basically like when you get caught up in a thought, you're just like thinking. And then I feel like it's weirdly to me, like like a weird, like, I don't know, annoying cat, if you will, and you give it some food and it goes away. If that makes sense. Hmm. Okay. But there's a way to just be like, for me, like when my thoughts go and you're just like, oh, you just note it and are like, I'm thinking. And it kind of chills out and just goes away. So I do find... We'll see. And honestly, you can come back and be like, I can't believe you made me do this. I hate it. And I will no, accept that. No, it's probably, I already know. Mm -hmm. I have a gut instinct that maybe they'll be like, I didn't like it. It took a lot of time, but I, it's good for me. Yeah. I can see myself doing that. Also the one thing, so there's a thing, Joseph himself particularly says it, but it's something I like. It's just sort of about grounding yourself body, which is sit and know you're sitting, which always kind of amuses me. See, to me, that sounds like some hippie talk. But well, okay, I think so also, okay, yeah, this is a little bit for me as I do think there's actually some value in just becoming a bit more not like not like you're gumming a hippie because you know, would you describe me as a hippie in any way? I would not. I would not. 
So, but I think there's something about lowering your defenses about like that kind of language. Cause I think sometimes it is about how you see yourself and you're like, oh, I'm listening to this. And instead of just being like, no, it's just a thing I'm doing. Okay. And I do think, okay, so I will say this and I have never gotten to the place where people talk about like when people who go on like retreats for like days where they're like meditating and where they have these very intense experiences where they like see a bird and like, it's like a revelation. I've never had that, what? but I think there are ways. Yeah. Yeah. Is, are and they eating is, like I a lot say, of lentils? Are you sure they're not doing some kind of drugs? I promise. I mean, cause this actually is directly from like Dan Harris's book. Oh my God. Which I just want to be clear. Dan Harris is like a really obnoxious television reporter. Okay. And so his whole book is basically about how he was like super competitive and whatever. And then he had like a panic attack on air. Um, and that's what led him to meditation. Okay. So he's like the most resistant man you can meet to this like like his whole like I read his book being like why are you such an asshole honestly mm -hmm. with it and his attitude was both ways like he'll like he also had um like part of his book is where he was reporting on I think it was it Ted Wheeler who was the pastor who then was like it turned out was like soliciting boys or was you're gonna have to be more came, specific he came out as gay at some point but he did something and I think Dan had done like reporting with him and gotten to know them and then felt really kind of sort of betrayed when he learned that like everything was a lie uh, but anyway, still so he approaches basically like right-wing Christians in the same way he pretty much like approaches like people at meditation retreats. Like anything that is outside a certain mainstream, mm -hmm. whatever, he's just like, yeah. Um, which sometimes I'm like, Dan, just ease up. But um, is, which I mean, like obviously. Sorry to interrupt. No. Is the no. goal of meditation to see a bird? No. Okay. Just sometimes I mean, it, it could be. No, it's just more about like, I think the idea is what happens there is just that if you you do kind of become more mindful and also like, like on that kind of retreat, you're also just like, there are less, um, like think about how like overstimulated you are on a daily basis where you are on like internet and all of these things. It's more just that your experience of the world becomes sharper okay. because it's not being like driven all these ways. But no, I've never had that experience of that with a bird. But I do think there's sometimes where I'll be walking, like you can do walking meditations um, oh, that are nice. Okay. You could do that. I can see you on like his basics one is nice, but they're like walking meditations you can do. There are a lot of different like categories and it can be nice. And I think does make you more just aware of like your surroundings and what's going on and, and just like a little less in your head. I say as someone who is very, very in her head and like, hey, this is a little bit of a reminder to me. Cause I've been really bad about meditating this last week. And I have been like, kind of laid out there. Yeah. Flat out, if you will. It's been rough. Are you recommending this because I told you my left eye was twitching? No, I just think I just think I do truly recommend it to everyone. And I, I've, I've sort of given up actually recommending it when I don't have a podcast to force someone to do it because people are like, oh, yeah, really interested in that. And then they never do it. And I get it. But also, I do have a genuine sort of belief that if more people meditated, the world would be better. Okay. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. Thank you. I'll let you know if I see a bird. Yeah, if you see a bird and you like have a weird, I don't know what it is. It's just sort of a thing where like, it's just sometimes like where people talk about like colors seem brighter, or like the feel of water on your hands. You're just more in touch with like your physical experience mm -hmm. in a way that you typically are not because you are often just in a million different directions. I mean, it all, it, it all makes sense. I know. Oh, I, I honestly, I'm also really proud of myself because despite how much you are resisting, I'm like, no, you have to do it. Look at me and my boundaries. That's a weird sense of boundaries. <laughs> but I feel like, or I'm against my people-pleasing instincts. <laughs> there you go. It's like, 
are those really boundaries, Lauren? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. I promise. And maybe, you know, it'll be a great episode if you come back and are just so mad at me. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, the yogurt was delicious. And you'll be like, how dare you? Or I've just been cursing your name every day for 15 minutes. Mm. Just like think quietly to myself, Lauren Clay Barrett. Mother, she did this. Oh, I can cut that out if you want. That's your full government name. It doesn't have to be on the pod. Fair, but also like, I mean, someone would have to listen through all of this pod to get to it. And also my government name is sort of out there anyway. All right. But anyway, thanks for listening. And I guess I'll have to download this app to meditate. Right, I'll send you. I'll send you the the one month thing again. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And I just I know that everyone, literally everyone I've ever asked this question to, has been like, "Please, slice, Lauren." And I'm like, "But really." Is that that great? Why would anything be the greatest thing since I bad? think it's praise. It's in praise for the convenience. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I believe you, but like I, to me, I just love toast so much. So to me, like the slicing of the bread really is an amazing step forward. <laughs> I don't think it's in praise of like, uh, like, you know, the small joy of cutting into like a good I loaf know, yeah. or like taste wise. I think it's just like, Hey, it's sliced. I'm eating it. I'm ready to go.